Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the What the What yeah! That was real loud. That was really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are your host, Eric and Kyle. Yeah. I did not set it up with the joining me today. I thought about doing it today. <laughs> I thought about jumping in and being like, joining me today. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. I took my uh, my script here from the last like music one we did, mm-hmm. and I didn't change any of the lines in the beginning. So it, it says, now that he's done asking you know, Delilah, what was it like in New York City? Mm. Um, That's not on this list. It's not on my list either. So Kevin Savini says, yo, yo, yo. Because he's a Terrible. he's a hardcore listener. He's Terrible. been listening since day one. He knows he knows only what's because going on I here. would I would worry the crap out of him if he didn't. I mean, and look, we didn't even tell him about it. bye bye bye. He's he's all about the. Is he leaving? Oh, okay, I think he's just getting into the mood for today's uh, episode. Yeah, I don't think I told him what the day, today's topic was. <laughs> oh, he's gonna know. Don't you worry. Oh, he'll know. I mean, he will know. Oh, you didn't your, know your camera. Like, I don't know. It's like really in depth. What does that mean? <laughs> Like I can, you can tell I haven't shaved today. Oh, so. well, I haven't shaved either. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, yeah, fun so. times today. I thought about something today. Okay. At first, it was a great idea, and then I realized it wasn't such a great idea. Right. It was like whenever you have kids someday, you can name them. You know, all of them could have their middle name Vaughn. So all of your kids' names would be something Von Eric. Then I was like, no, Eric's sorry. not his last name. Eric's not my it would be Creech. So Von Creech wouldn't work. <laughs> Unless you want to name them Von Eric Creech, like all of them, Von Eric, and then Von Eric Creech one, Von Eric Creech two, no, and then you could have your own Von Erics. No, I was watching YouTube no. today on wrestling stuff, and the Von Erics came up, and that's what made me think about it. No, that's so we got Lauren and Jonathan; they're all joining in, folks. If you are just joining us at home, we're doing a Facebook Live to do the podcast episode. Eric's trying to take a picture over here. We've got like cameras and stuff happening everywhere. Where you guys are on an iPad over here. YouTube's on this one in front of us. Eric's taking pictures over there. Just some, this, just some selfies. This other computers are actually recording all of the podcast stuff, so you can listen to it on Monday. But, uh, but yeah, so fun times over here. Yep, we got the Von Erics. The here. Von Erics and the Von Eric. We have. Uh, was there any famous Whitleys in? Uh well, Whitley Holt won the uh, she Disney did, she Pixar did Bracket the, Challenge. Just, yeah, but I don't know if that counts. I don't think it counts. There's got to be a famous Kyle somewhere. So. Derek Kyle, he died. Uh, I don't know. Didn't he? He was that was his name. I don't know. Yeah, the baseball player that I kept in all that fantasy baseball league that time. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty sure that was his name. I, I remember winning that league two years in a row and never changing my lineup because I don't think anyone changed their lineup. Mm. So um, that was the only year I played. Yeah, and so. my outfielder passed away that year. Yeah, I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Um, it was out of honor for him. Yeah. But uh, the only only Kyle I know, you know, let's do the hand thing again. Well, Becky um, just got in. She needed to see. She needs to see the hand thing. They were yes. pumping up the jam. Um, the only, like, whenever I think of Kyle, I think of Boy Meets World. And the main character, or one of the main characters, the brother, Eric. Okay. He says, so I was telling myself, Kyle. And they're like, Kyle. He's like, yeah, that's what I call myself. So. Well, that's so we're tag team maiden. So. From Boy Meets World history, have you yes. seen his Instagram posts lately? He's doing some place with squirrel stuff with the, you know, to kind of like I guess cheer people up with the mm-hmm. COVID nineteen coronavirus mess. So I um, thought it was awesome. Yeah, he's got the full wig, the beard, everything. Mister Squirrels, yes, Mister Squirrels is appearing. Eric yes. plays with <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, if you're not following that, check him out on Instagram. He is doing his full character, not full time, but he is doing it just to do something cool. I, I will say that's something I've really enjoyed. 
about this whole virus thing. Sure, I'm not enjoying the virus not itself. Not enjoying the virus and the uh, effects that come with it, but there are a lot of really cool things coming out. Yes, of it. like there's a lot of famous musicians that are putting out live concerts, mm-hmm. like in-home type concert or smaller type feel ones. We did that. We did that. We're not no, famous. Tuesday, we're not famous, but, but we, we did, did it. Uh, and we're probably going to um, do it again Tuesday. Yes. So. Um, That's okay. John Foreman from Switchfoot has posted mm-hmm. a just a, an acoustic song played mm-hmm. just by him every night since like last Monday or last nice. Sunday. Um, last night was Your Love is Strong. Uh, the mm-hmm. night before was 24. Um, I, he's done Hope is the Anthem. He's done, um, oh my goodness, Joy Invincible was a song from one of the, one of his, uh, his Switchfoot's new album. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard it, and it was so beautiful. I mean, nice. and that, that's, you know, something really cool. Um Ren Collective mm-hmm. uh, has been putting on like uh, you know, like a concert like two or three times a week, and I think they do it twice daily. Like one for the, hit their crowd back in the United Kingdom, Ireland area, and then one for like America. And that's kind of what inspired me in a sense to like get up with you and be like, "Hey, let's let's do some music for the folks at home." And nice. Um, so yeah, um, Lauren Daigle, um, she started a new podcast. Oh yeah, you know what it's called. <laughs> this kills me. I love it. What is this? It's called Daigle Bites. Oh, that's good. And the logo is like a bagel with a little bite. <laughs> that's good. And uh, it is releasing every Tuesday. And I listened to uh, the first one uh, yesterday, and it was really good. It was just like twenty minutes of just like some Q and A and like different topics and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it's really cool. Daigle's, if, Daigle's pretty awesome. If so. that name doesn't work out, I think the Daigle Bugle would work out well. The Daigle Bugle the would Daily be great. Bugle where she does like news updates. Well, she liked one of my tweets last week, so I, I feel like we. So you're pretty much famous now. We're, we're pretty much best friends the at Rock, this point. And then, and now then Lauren, Lauren Daigle. Daigle. I mean, so I'm pretty much well connected with the. Uh, I don't even know if I'm you know honored enough to sit beside. Honestly, you. we will have to talk about this. I mean, we're we're already breaking guidelines from the federal government and the CDC doing this, so we probably need to. We need do to some lock social. that door because they're gonna come busting it. Tell them to bust on in here. So. Also, if you hear some random scream throughout this podcast episode, Ricky's, Ricky's going to be roof, on the roof. <laughs> trying so, to get limbs off. Um, if Ricky falls off the roof, we may, may have to abandon the podcast like, and go check on him. But it depends how many people are watching. If a lot yeah. of people are watching, we can't stop. Well, we'll send one person to go check on okay. him. Because they don't need, he doesn't need both of us. That's true. He's. Uh, we told him if he fell off the roof to scream real loud and so try to way, fall like over like here's towards my the hand. front of the house. The front of the house is over here. That way we could hear and him. that way we could hear him. And if we if we open like the the blind here, we could probably see him too. I feel like that'd be an episode of Home Improvement where you just see like Tim falling. It's off the literally roof. the plot of the Santa Claus. So that's true. <laughs> like that's what I was thinking. Like if you see any like guys in red, you know, and white beard, or you know, mm-hmm. just. Try not to push him off the roof because that's Santa. So. Well, if I walk outside and Ricky's out there, I'm not putting his pants on. So no worries. I'm not going to be the new Santa Claus. So, so yeah. But yeah, why are we here today? Why uh, well, are we here? So I had this idea. Um, we weren't sure how long the Disney Pixar uh, March Madness Bracket Challenge would go on mm-hmm. like week-wise. Like we knew we would get like two episodes out of it. We weren't sure if we'd get three episodes out of it. Yeah. Um, so, um, we had like an open spot mm-hmm. and I, you know, really enjoyed the episode we did last month on love songs. That was a good one. And then next month we're doing Disney songs, which is going to be like an all timer. Like 
we might not even do like a five and five. We might just do a ten together because I feel like we're gonna have a lot of the same songs. And I feel like too, we don't want to get too specific so that when we do the Disney song bracket, mm-hmm. we haven't already spooled what our rank. Exactly. Are. So um, we might just do um, instead of like best Disney songs, we might just do notable Disney songs or something like maybe yeah. maybe we pick one or two from each movie. That'd work. Um, and not all five from Lion King and Aladdin like I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, back on topic. Back we, on topic. I, I thought of like this great topic where, you know, sometimes there's songs that you really, really like, mm-hmm. but you're kind of ashamed to admit it. And yep. so I call that guilty pleasure songs. Um, and this is like more, I guess, when we were like younger, mm-hmm. like it was not cool to like the boy bands. I feel like a lot of mine come from when we're younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of mine do. And some of mine come from like early, earlier in teaching mm-hmm. where... Like, I'd have these students who were elementary school, mm-hmm. and they would love, like, some of the current artists, and it wouldn't be considered cool for, you know, me to enjoy it. Sure. But there are some that I, that are, like, in my, they're bangers, in my opinion. They're really, really awesome songs. And so we're going to get over our shyness and over our shame. I ain't scared. Well, we're, we're not scared anymore. I ain't scared. And we are going to talk about our favorite guilty pleasure songs today with this episode but before okay. we do that and you see how i didn't have any of that typed up but i got but he kept right, reading i got right back on track on my script here before we do that if you haven't already please subscribe to this podcast on many of the most popular pod um, platforms in the podcasting media world um Pop we are phones. on Apple Podcast. Maybe you've ever heard of that. That's one. We are on Spotify. You're not doing the same joke you did last week, are you? I'm just counting. Spotify, Google Play. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, Castro, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Radio Public. We are on iHeartRadio. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, Make sure you search for What the What Media, all All one word. And please rate and review us. Five Five stars. stars. How many stars? Five. Five stars. That's one less uh, number than you need to keep your social distancing from. Yes. Um, Even if you hate us. If you're like, this was the worst thing I ever did. And I it would, may be the worst thing you've you've ever seen or heard before. It's, even if you're like, I much would prefer to be sitting at a Nickelback concert right now. Whoa. First off, whoa, that's uh, insulting. That but give me five stars before you so, leave. Um, I'm okay with it. If you want to spend your time doing that, guilty pleasures or not, whatever. But five stars while you head on out of the way. Absolutely. Also, uh, also, while you're at it, while you're rating and reviewing us five stars and telling us how bad we are, go ahead and follow us on our social media accounts. We are on Twitter, one at two, WTW nope. underscore media. Um, since I'm rejoining the Twitter Twitter world, I probably should start updating that now. You should, because I'm not good at Twitter. No, you're not. Or you're not good at trying to be good on Twitter. Um, and then we're also on Facebook and Instagram at again what the what media. All, All one, one word. word. That's one. This episode is um, on Facebook Live now, and we will also be on YouTube on Monday. That's you guys over here. Um, once we get to 100 subscribers, we can apply for that custom URL. We're at 35 subscribers. That's better. <laughs> that's a lot that's better a, than... That's 35 times better than what it was at the beginning. Exactly. Be so positive. Please make sure you subscribe when you see us posting about our YouTube channel. I was told that like four or five of our, those accounts are Kevin Savigny. <laughs> Like he has great. all these different Gmail accounts. If he so wants to make up, like, he is one seventh of our. If he wants to make base. up seventy more email addresses, then we'll be ready. Yeah, Tim says, "Let's not get crazy, Kyle." I think that's referring to your Nickelback concert. You better watch it. So. I think we can only say that band name at least, you know, 
two times max. Tim, in, by in the way, podcast. we we have some uh, we have a job for you um, for next week's episode. By the way, uh, some research for you. So uh, stay tuned. We'll get. Up I don't even you. know about that. Tim. Well, we'll talk about it in this, uh, at the end. Also, one more thing. One uh, more. If you like this episode, I went, went back and counted. Last week I was off by one. We had thirty nine previous episodes. Last episode. So this is the big four zero. So no, last episode was the big four zero. Oh. If you like this episode or any of the 40 other What the What podcast episodes, then we have another request. We are trying to grow this show, get more listeners, get more viewers, and we need your help if you like this show. We would ask that you please share this episode with at least one friend. Tag us on social media. Share it right now, actually. That'd be great. You can share us on your Facebook. I'm amazed at how many times you've said one. One. Tonight. Like, one. It's like a dream come true. Two. That's not what we're doing. We did that last month. Um, that song doesn't get old. So tag us on social media. If that's where you end up sharing it, we'll give you and the person you shared it with a shout out the next time we record, which at this rate is every week until they give us the shelter in place order. And then we'll probably zoom it. We'll have to do something. We'll do something. About today. Yeah. Like if, I mean, the, if the state's going to arrest us for trying to get together and do a podcast. I don't know. Can we claim that we're checking on one of our friends, Ricky, who may he's have fallen off? Yeah. He's elderly. In, he, he's a 58-year-old man. I mean, he's ticked off mm-hmm. most of the time, so we probably is. need to check on him. Yeah. So And he's on the roof, so who knows what's going on. That's right. And we're here, so who we knows are what happens here. When, yes. when we're not here. So, anyway, uh, today's anyway. episode is Guilty Pleasure Songs. We're doing five each. Please take it away, Kyle, with your uh, first entry onto the list. I will say, I had to look up the word guilty pleasure. It just didn't sound right. It doesn't sound right, no, but... I Googled it, like, and turns out that is what this is. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the first time I actually heard the phrase. Um, I feel like it was, you know, like on a wrestling uh, like um, message board or something. They had, like, guilty pleasure wrestlers that you, like... That it probably wasn't cool to like, but you liked them anyway. Like Disco Inferno. Yeah, that's the first guy I was gonna say. Like, I probably shouldn't have liked Disco Inferno, I like but Disco I enjoyed Inferno. Disco some Inferno. Flashy pants. Um, the Godfather was someone that wasn't a great wrestler, but I enjoyed watching him. We know why. No, that's not why I'm at totally all. <laughs> that's not why at all. Um, he had like this cool music and you know mm-hmm. the colorful you know uh, outfits and, and the hat and the hat. You know, in like you know you know we can't wear those. We no, got we fat can't. Heads. So. Um, so I think that's the first time I ever heard that term being thrown around as something that you shouldn't be proud of that you like, but you still kind of like it secretly anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah. So guilty pleasure song. Uh, are you going to sing yours? I don't know. I'm going to sing mine. I'm just okay. heads up Facebook and YouTube world, um, and, and, uh, podcasting world. Cause that's what we are. Um, there's going to be some music today. And, and it's probably not going to be sung well. Probably not, not on my behalf. Because three of my entries are female artists, and you know I can't match their tone very well. I've so. heard you get up there. Oh, I can get up there, but it doesn't mean it sounds good. Well, so. I mean, usually the worst it sounds, the funnier it is. True. If you're, you know, if you're confident in sounding bad. So if you're going to sound bad, There is some confident. truth in that, because I don't know if you heard the other night when we were, um, right before we were going to go on, I was on the piano, mm-hmm. and I was singing this Switchfoot Lauren Daigle song, um, we, which I actually mentioned last month, called I Won't Let You Go. Mm-hmm. And it's one I kind of want to do for the Tuesday night uh, thing, if we can get like Jenny in there to sing the Lauren Daigle part. Mm. And, um, but I was singing the switch for which is super, super high, but I felt confident and I felt like it sounded pretty good. I was using the restroom. Yes, you were. So, so. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, you ready? Yep. You're no, ready. Number one. How's this song start? Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> 
Something wasn't right, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, baby, baby, uh, hit me one more time, or baby, one more time. Sorry. Uh, Britney Spears. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was in sixth grade. I remember, and I think I may have shared part of the story before, but I was with my mom at like a Roses or I know it was in like the Wilson Mall, mm-hmm. but it was at like a drugstore type thing. And they had the single sitting up at the counter when I remember checking out. And I remember seeing her music video being like, oh man, that sounds cool. And she's really pretty. I'm going to buy this. So I bought it. It's $15. For the single. For the single. Yes. That had some other band, like a, it had maybe had one other song and then two songs from like a boy band that didn't make it like not in Secret Backstreet Boys. They weren't either one of those. 98 uh, Degrees? O Town? It may have been O Town. I don't was know. Was O Town was O Town out by then? I don't think they started coming around until the early. Well, it 2000s, wasn't popular. So. It wasn't like great or well known. It was some small like you could tell like if she was on tour, mm-hmm. they were probably opening like the side stage. Yeah. Not even on her stage. Gotcha. Uh so that's what it was. But, I've got uh, an O Town reference later. Anyway, keep going. So uh, I remember going to school and TRL was a big thing. Yes. Total so you, Total Request Live. Something I never really got to experience because you know no, I never like no, no these cable. things. You don't you, I always just assume you had these experiences. I didn't have I mean I would sometimes I would go to a friend's house after school every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I would get to experience with them because it came on at what at four o'clock every afternoon. Yeah, it's you time for you to get home, kind of mm-hmm. get settled, and then turn it on on MTV. And but by, mi- by Live was ready by me. middle school age. I w- you know if it was in the summertime, I was cutting grass with dad. So I would go cut grass with him instead of going to watch TRL. You should have woke up early, cut the grass, been home in time for TRL. <laughs> yeah, or at least called in. Either way, TRL <laughs> was a big deal. I remember sitting in class with Michael Thompson and some other people, and they were talking about how we had to get home and vote. Because, you know... This is pre-American Idol. Yes. You didn't vote for anything else. You had to call in. You couldn't text. You didn't go to a website. You called in, you know, and you had to pay for, like, the fee or whatever if there was one. Uh, And the more people that voted, the more that the song went up the charts. And it was a chart every week, 10 to 1, to see who was going to win. They didn't really win anything. They just were number one on the on the chart for Total Request Live. It was basically big advertisement for them, so they could sell mm-hmm. more albums. Yes. So, so uh, and I feel like too, the closer that they got the number one, skip. The, the more of the video they actually played. Mm-hmm. Versus some of them, they only play a couple seconds skip when on because they didn't play the entire music video. It was just parts of it. Right. But I remember, you know, Michael and them talking about we got to get home and vote because like the number of people, like top people back then, in sync, ninety eight degrees. Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, yep. Christina Aguilera. We got we got to get uh, he was we got to get Papa Roach up there. Well, he was. We got to get home and vote. Limp Biscuit and Corn. Limp Biscuit. That's okay. You got to get Limp Biscuit and Corn up to the top of the list. And so I remember, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna get home. We're gonna vote for that. And I was so excited. And then I'd get home and call in and vote for Britney Spears because I was <laughs> like, <laughs> once again, it was a full blown guilty pleasure where I didn't want. Them to know I was voting for Britney Spears, and I was all about we're going to get corn and Limp Biscuit to the top of that list, and then I'd go home from broke vote for Britney Spears. Wow! So uh, sorry, Michael. I'm telling you now, that's you know <laughs> you maybe broke, why Limp you Biscuit, broke the code. <laughs> that's why they didn't make the top of the charts. But uh, I'm not afraid to vote for for now. But it's a little late. But uh, I did that, and then I remember even in college I had that single, mm-hmm. and Will Howard and I were riding around. We just left his house. And we were in my car, and this was back before, you know, maybe you had an iPad or not. iPad. You had an iPod, but you didn't have, like, a connection to your car. You know, you still had the giant booklet of CDs. And I remember I was like, ha, watch this. And then I put that single in and started playing it. And I was kind of laughing, like, ha, ha. 
And then 15 seconds in, Will goes, oh, hits the eject button, grabs it, and throws it out the window. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that, that CD ended up on the side of 39 Highway somewhere. Wow. So it's probably not there anymore because, you know, like, you know, probably almost close to 15 We, we cut ago. a few yards on 39 Highway. I probably ran over. You probably it, I mean, cut so up <laughs> Britney <laughs> Spears' single. That I paid fifteen dollars for in the sixth grade. Wow! But yeah. Uh, so, uh, so that that first album of hers, um, I don't know if you remember Jerry Naren. Mm-hmm. Um, me and him were really, really good friends. Uh, I'd go over to his house on the weekends. We'd play, we shoot ball, and we'd hang out, and uh, we would uh, trade CDs every now and then. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, you can borrow anything of mine. Um, I just really want to borrow. I think it might have either been the Space Jam album, or it mm-hmm. might have been my Eagles, or something." Space Jam is one of the greatest albums of all time. Well, yeah, and I was like, oh, no, no, you can't borrow Space Jam. That's that's still my jam. But um, he ended up borrowing something. Like I brought a, a bunch of all my CDs, and he's mm-hmm. like, just borrow whatever you want to, and just bring it back. Um, I borrowed two CDs. I don't remember what the first one was, but I mm-hmm. snuck the the Britney Spears CD. <laughs> so I. What's funny to that it. you're stealing it from him and sneaking <laughs> it. So first off, he's put it out there. Yeah, he's like, here's my CDs. I know that's in there. There's a chance you might see this. And, and instead I steal. of you, instead of you being like, "Oh man, I'm surprised you like this. I actually like it too." But you're like, "No, I better steal this. I really want it." Well, I, can't let him I know. felt like my my reaction was justified when I returned. He's like, "Oh, I didn't even know I still had this one. I thought I threw it away." Well, that's what he <laughs> said. And you know why? He but said that's that? what he's saying. You, he said that because <laughs> of the fact that you didn't even talk about taking it. That's right. So he's like, "Oh no, he knows." I don't know who's CD. That was probably my, you know. But I remember little really, brother Matt. Really, really lo- loving that album. Um, I think Soda Pop was the fourth song on the album. Um, which was just really catchy. I remember um, back then I still had like this musician's heart. Like I just, you know, really liked singing along with songs. So I would belt out the sometimes I run, that was sometimes good stuff, I hide, sometimes I'm sc-. Yeah, Anyway, yeah. Um, so there's that. And then a couple of years later, um, as I want to say I was 14, might have been 15, um, we went to church camp, mm-hmm. um, which was at Cragmont. That was in the mountains, there. yep. And we would get on this big bus, um, and we would stop at the Greensboro uh, food court at the mall. I, I remember that, too. And while we were there, had a chance to go to, I guess, like FYE or some mm-hmm. CD store. Mm-hmm. This was a chance for me to buy music without my parents, like, over my shoulder. That's a perfect place so, to buy parental advisory CDs exactly. while so, you're away on church camp. So while I was there, I bought the Eminem album. Okay, I think it was the Marshall Mathers mm-hmm. LP. I bought the Nelly um, Hot in Here album. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, was it titled Pimp Juice or um, I know that was one of the songs on the album. Um, I also bought the um, the first uh, the Country Grammar album because I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I had the Walmart version, which was the parent, you know, like the the non the yeah, edited one. where they edited everything, and it was not the same song. And then I also bought the new Britney Spears album uh, that was um, uh, the, the uh, Oops I Did It Again. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I hid it from everybody. <laughs> like, and I would just listen to it in private. I had a big crush on Britney Spears. I thought she was, I did a, too. thought she was an excellent uh, singer. I did not like any of her stuff post Oops, I Did It Again. Um, I think Toxic was, was a pretty good mm-hmm. song, but that third album, Beyond, I just wasn't a big fan. So, well, at that point, I was listening to Limp Bizkit and voting for them on TRL. On that same summer, I got, um, like Metallica and ACDC were like really fully introduced mm-hmm. to me, and I kind of really enjoyed their stuff too. Well, so. that summer that I went, Mitchell Peden introduced me to White Pony from the Deftones. Mm. He sat down and I was like, "You got to listen to this." And so, whenever I was at church camp, I listened to the Deftones. Very and nice. Got into them for some reason. I thought you said Mitchell Thompson. I'm like, wait a minute, Mitchell, no, Mitchell Peden. <laughs> but Sorry. Mitchell Peden's a little, you know, he's around our age. So yeah. All right. So number one for you. Number one for me. This is the song that kind of started the idea. Um. So just join in. On the course, if you would. Okay. Because you know it. For following along on the YouTube, 
uh, or not YouTube, but Facebook Live. Facebook Feel live. free to, ch to chat or no. type the lyrics in. You are my fire, the one. There's that one again. Desired, believe when I say. I want it that way. Tell me why it ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. Yes, I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. I love how Jared Mangara just tuned in along yes. with some other people. What's up? And they're like, what are they doing? Oh, we have a lot of people just joining and they're watching us bail out the Backstreet Boys. Hey, that's fun. That's, that's cool. That's the whole point of this. This uh, whole episode. So my first song is the Backstreet Boys, uh, I Want It That Way. And it was just really, really catchy. It was. Um, I would listen to Bob 93.3 while uh, we were cutting grass. Mm -hmm. And they would play it all the time. Um, also G105 and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just a really, really catchy song. But again, it was boy band. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you, you know, as a 13-year-old, you, you couldn't like this song. So, but I would sing along in my head, and you know, I did not have the album. Okay, um, I cannot claim to have that have the album. But um, this song actually kind of came back to me a couple of years ago. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine mm -hmm. had a uh, like an opening um, scene where um, I, I've never really seen the show, but it's hilarious what I have seen of it. Um, it's a police uh, station in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the cops was interviewing a witness uh, who. Um, there was some kind of crime, and he's like, well, you know, can you tell me anything about it? He's like, I just, you know, I, the, he was humming a song. What was the song? It was uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Okay, he's like, okay, I got this. And he has the five suspects behind the glass. He's like, number one, can you please sing the first line from I Want It That Way? And the guy's like, uh, okay. And so sings the line. He's like, okay, number two, mm -hmm. keep it going. And then number three, number four, mm -hmm. and then number five. And then he's like, and they all start singing in like mm -hmm. unison. It's really hilarious. And um, he's like, man, that was awesome. That was magic. And the woman's like, it was number five. Number five killed my brother. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, we're we're still doing that. Yes. Okay. Um, I saw that. So uh, that uh, that kind of brought it back to me. And uh, it's just super super catchy, mm -hmm. um, beautifully sang, and um, I enjoy singing it. So it's my number one. Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. For those of you joining in right now on the Facebook Live, we are talking about favorite. Uh, guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure songs. songs. So songs, songs that you loved, but you kind of hate. You to were admit. kind of ashamed to admit. Yeah. So, so that's what we're doing today. We are breaking our shame here, and mm -hmm. we're admitting, you know, songs that we enjoyed when we were. We're coming out of our shells. Yes, like the Turtles last week. And yes, yeah. and they're on musical. Uh, yes, Broadway. Performance. That's right. I, we were, I was going to ask about that last week mm -hmm. if you'd ever saw it. But I have it on VHS. Uh, I went to the concert. I, I used. To, I went to the concert too. I had a band. Maybe down. we were there. We could have been. Woo! I had well, a. We probably Donatella need to wash our hands. Down. It's okay. Oh, no. Number two. Either way. <laughs> Number two. Let's see how this song starts. That's fun to do. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I just imagine that's how it started. Like, when I was just doing it, I was like, hey, what did you just do right there? And he's like, um, I'm bopping. And he's like, okay, cool. We're bop. Yeah, either way. Uh, this was Hanson, right? Hanson. I was in fifth grade when this song came out. I remember all of the girls loved it, so that meant I had to hate it because I was a guy. 
and that's how things were seen back then. Uh, it would, you know, you couldn't like things like that. Well, I'm here to break down the stereotypes. Break it down. I break didn't it like down. It. I didn't like it then, but it's one of those things that it just grew on you. And plus the fact I had a sister that's five years older than me, so anything that she liked, I listened to all the time, no matter if I liked it or not. So that just instilled in me, okay, I, of course I like this song, I guess. I wouldn't ever admit it, but now, like in the past 10 years, that song comes on, I'm not turning it off. Like, I will jam along with it. Right. I don't know the words enough to not... I don't know the words at all other than um bop. That's all that matters. Mm, mm, it's that catchy chorus. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. I remember being like, I don't know if super jealous of this group. Mm-hmm. I just remember not liking them because they had the long hair mm-hmm. and like they were three brothers and like the youngest one was the drummer and they were like just super successful. I'm thinking, oh, they're so stupid. But probably thinking deep down, like, man. I wish I had the long hair and I could play the I drums. feel like there's part of that that like <laughs> was instilled upon us, not necessarily from our parents. I won't put it all on them, but just like the area we grew up in or just mm-hmm. the way we grew up where it's like, well, why they got girl hair? It's just three exactly. girls. Exactly. Well, blah, blah, blah. Well, th- exactly. Like my dad was a military man. I mm-hmm. couldn't grow my hair out. No. I mean, <laughs> there was, my mom was, wouldn't let me have long hair. The fact that I had as much thick hair as I did my, when I was in high school, like, mm-hmm. was a miracle because my dad wanted me to, you know, trim it, trim mm-hmm. it short. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the funny thing is, I hated them. Mm-hmm. For being three long blonde haired dudes, to literally the next year loving Kurt Cobain, that was a long blonde headed dude. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Either way, like I'm glad to be able to step out of some bounds, I guess, and Definitely. just say, hey, this is what I enjoyed. Tim said we went from Mbop to I'm the Scat Man real fast. That's just how it goes, Tim. Tim, you better buckle in. You better because we're you about put to the brakes on that wheelchair. You ain't roll out of here. We are taking you on a ride. I love how. Eric's like, oh, wait, real quick, what am I looking up? Oh, you're looking up how the song goes. No, I'm, I'm looking up one particular part of, part the, song. of the song. You haven't asked me what my number two is yet. so I read it on your list because I was like. Yeah, I, I, I read your list earlier too. So. Yeah. I was thinking whenever, just to go ahead and cover them because they're not on your list either, but NSYNC. Yes. The same way that. Uh, In, for some reason, mm-hmm. sorry, I feel like NSYNC had a better reputation amongst the boy bands. Like they still like were. It depends like, who they were um, who you liked. Like. They still weren't like the most popular amongst the guys, but I felt like they at least had respect. Like I remember in eighth grade, here's a fun story, everybody. Um, in eighth grade, uh, there was only four boys in our um, in our block. We had myself, Josh Sherrod, Alex Winders, and Jerry Naren, and we decided to be a uh, group for a group project for our language arts eighth grade, mm-hmm. where we had to like repurpose a song or rewrite a song to reflect a historical event. And Alex, love him. He was one of my best friends, and he had this wonderful idea. Man, the girls love these boy bands. We need to do a boy band song. He's like... He was thinking ahead of his time. He was thinking well, well ahead of his time. And he's like, Creech, you know, you start busting out some moves. Jerry, Josh, I mean, we, we got this. And so we went with NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye. And did you do the moves? We did. Nice. But we had to reference a historical event. Mm-hmm. Well, the summer before, Mike Tyson bit off of Vander Holyfield's ear. So we did Bite, Bite, Bite. Oh, wow. That's good. And it was awesome. We got 100. Um, it was fantastic. I wish there was film of it somewhere. We did something very similar. 
Did you have page hair? No, I want to say it was it was social studies. So it was either Pierre Bone. Pierre Bone in seventh grade, we did something similar. You had a, your own country. Uh-huh. And so you had to make up a national, national anthem. National anthem for the country, yep. Michael and I outruled whoever our partner was to do a national anthem based on the corn song, Freak on a Leash. <laughs> so we just played, we chose Cambodia mm-hmm. as our country because that was a Limp Biscuit song. Right. Uh, and then we just made up new words and sang it over the top of Freaking on a Leash by Corn. Nice. Uh, there was a part, I think, in that song that cussed, so we just got really loud instead <laughs> of editing it out. But uh, Mr. Bone didn't care. Very cool. Uh, anyway. Number two. My number two. Number that, two. That wasn't even my number two. So uh, this song came out my first year teaching. Okay. And this was from, I believe, his first album. Okay. Um, so here we go. You know you love me, I know you care, just shout whenever, and I'll be there. You are my love, you are my heart, and we will never, ever, ever be apart. Are we an item? Go quit playing. We're just friends, what are you saying? Said there's another, look right in my eyes. My first love broke my heart for the first time. And I was like, baby, baby, baby. Oh. Like, baby, baby, baby. Oh. You got to up another note there. That's as much as I'm giving. Oh. Yeah, like I that. can't do that. So I just kept waiting. I don't think I've ever listened to that whole song. I just knew it said baby like 20 billion times. Well, there's a great so part. So I kept waiting for it. Um. So a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. or like last month, uh, when we had our character assembly, I usually play music um, for our 30-second dance-off mm-hmm. um, that we have during the assembly. And I picked this song. And nice. I picked the ludicrous part. And uh, one of my coworkers, Allison Johnson, who was um, either watching or she shared our video a few minutes ago, um, she, uh, she's a few years younger than me. She grew up in the era where she was probably like in high school when this song came out, or like late mm-hmm. middle school. And she knew all the words, and she, she was, was digging the. Bieber. She was digging the Bieber. This is Justin Bieber, baby, by the way, and he was like the equivalent of our boy bands for that That's generation true. because he was the pretty boy who sang, and all the girls loved him, and all the guys were like, oh, I hate Justin Bieber. Like I got to see that in you know in like the classes I would teach. Like they were not the gentlemen hated Bieber, and the girls loved, like absolutely loved him. Um, and as a 23-year-old right out of college guy who still hung out with all his friends from college and stuff, yeah, you're not jamming to this in the car, okay? You're not putting this on your iPod mini and hooking it up to your mm-hmm. CD player or whatever, or your little aux cable that hooks up to your car and jamming to this down I-40 or I-70 or I-95. Um, you're just not doing it. But I thought this song really, 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 like, it was awesome. And... Ludacris, who one of my favorite artists um, at the time, has like the third verse or like the the bridge or whatever, um, and uh, it was just it was incredible. I'm going to try to do some of the Ludacris part. The, going back to my rapping days, go for you it. You remember the rapping? You're well days? known for your <laughs> rapping for, for my days. rapping. So, um, not in gift wrapping, folks. When no no uh, at Christmas I had Ricky wrap my presents because I couldn't. So. <laughs> When I was 13, I had my first love. There was nobody that compared to my baby, and nobody came to I can't do it. I mean, that's so fast, I can't do it. So You can do it. You're just um, a little rusty. So, um, yeah, but it was, it was really, really good. So um, That's the one part that would get me tongue-tripped. And then I would get, she had me going crazy. Yo, I was starstruck. She woke me up daily. Don't need no Starbucks. <laughs> I need Starbucks. 
I, I probably Sorry. should be ashamed still. Don't be ashamed. Song, but it's nope. my number two. Baby, this by is Justin what this Bieber. is about. Guilty so. pleasure songs. You get it out there. Don't you be scared. What's your number three, boss man? Well, somebody once told me. Oh, what's going wrong? <laughs> is this really a guilty pleasure song? And I'm not the sharpest tool in the shit. Yes. Is, is this really a guilty yes. pleasure song? Yeah, it is. And uh, All Star by Smash Mouth really is a guilty pleasure song because when it first came out, it was really popular. And I loved it then. So it's not, it wasn't a guilty pleasure then. Uh, it's more so now. It's where a bop. A lot of people, well, first off, it came out for the movie Mystery Men. The whole music video was Mystery Men. Uh, and I remember loving that too, because you didn't have like superhero movies back then the way that you know we do now. So just seeing you know superhero movies was also or superheroes in the movie was awesome. Sure, the movie wasn't like the greatest ever or anything, but mm-hmm. they were in there. The whole music video is about that, and so I just loved it. But plus the songs just like catchy as crap. Like it is very catchy to the point that it went on to be in Trek, and then it's been in all billion other things at this point. But uh, and I feel like now it's come like full circle where like it's kind of made fun of like it's used as a joke. It's not quite made it to like Rick Roll status, but it's still more of a. That's joking a great thing. way to describe it. This yeah. is it's this generation's Rick Roll in a way. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, a Rick Roll is um, that used to be something where someone would send you a link like I can't believe what would happen next. It or still that, happened, and it still happens now. And you would click on it, and it would be never going to give you up by Rick Astley. Mm-hmm. Um, never going to give, never going to give. So. For me though, like I just actually enjoy the song. Like I will literally, I think I played it this morning. Like I picked a '90s like playlist while I was in the shower this morning, and it came on. It was one of the first ones. I was like, "Heck yeah, time to get in the shower." Yep. But uh, I don't know, just a fun one. Like I said, it's not so much guilty pleasure then, but just now where most people just consider it a joke. I just actually enjoyed it. So fair enough. I, I like it. It's a good song. Um, we uh, would sing it all the time in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I'll still um, sing it now. Yeah, I would. You ain't stopping me. All right. Hey, now. Hey. You're an all-star. Get your game on. Go. Play. That happens now. Like, you <laughs> randomly would just walk in. Like, I told somebody that the other day. I was like, hey. They're like, what? I was like, you're an all-star. Get your game on. And then I just walked away. The world is going to roll me. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Fun times. Fun times. Number three for you, good sir. Uh, this is the first of three female artists represented on my list. Um, this song was one of the first songs after her Disney career. Um, had come close to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Miley Cyrus, aka Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. "Party in the USA." I enjoy that one. I love this song. That's a great song. Like this is something that if it were, I, I it's on the list because I remember being like on a youth trip with some of our youth and I and I turned it up like on the radio mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, no, this is terrible." It's like, what are you talking about? And I'm thinking, like, "You're the youth leader." You're not supposed to be showing us this. <laughs> casting crowns, please. Please. Hey, don't else. mock the casting crowns. I'm just okay. saying. Um, you know, let's play some more Hill song. Anyway, um, like in my head, I'm picturing like, and this is before this movie came up, but like something like where in Pitch Perfect, one yeah. person starts singing. I was wondering if you just got your youth trip confused with Pitch Perfect. <laughs> and then someone else would, would jump in, mm-hmm. and then they'd all bust out by the time you got to the course. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just had a bunch of little whiny teenagers. Yeah, they didn't want to listen to Miley Cyrus, which is terrible. Um, but yeah, so sometimes you just got to put your hands up to play in our song. The butterflies fly away. Not in my head like, yeah. Moving my hips like, yeah. Put your hands up, play my song, you know it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's a party in the USA. 
I hit my head on my microphone. Yeah, I saw. If you heard a thud, that was it, folks. If you heard like any creaking, that was me moving my hips. My, like, yeah, that was not. That was just my chair. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Miley Cyrus party in the USA is my number three. Nice. Number four. This one is not so much a song, but it's an artist. But uh, I didn't want mean to make things so complicated, but I used to be a skater boy. Yes. So I chose Avril Lavigne as my number four. Oh, I love Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne is especially her early stuff. I was okay. What Britney Spears for me in sixth grade was, Avril Lavigne was for me my whole high school. Yes. I thought she was the hottest thing in the world, not to like just put her whatever bad words are, but like I don't I don't know what I'm trying to <laughs> the say. The baddest. Like, <laughs> like not to be like, I don't know, not to be sexy. Remember, we're, like we're a family show. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like it's not me just like, you know, gawking at her, but I just had a crush on she her. She was pretty. Like I thought, you know, and I she was, wasn't your atypical like no, I was Barbie like a, doll. No, I was a punk dude or somewhat ish anyway. And so for her to come out and be famous for like stuff like that, like I was all about it. And so like I thought that you know it was the greatest thing. Like I loved all her songs, had her album, had all the make things stuff. so complicated. I did, but I did. <laughs> but um, I picked two songs. Uh, I miss you is a great song. Mm-hmm. It's emotional about her granddad passing away. And then why is another song that was like on a single, like acoustic song. Both of them are emotional. Both of them, as a dude, people would be like, you shouldn't, you know, why are you so emotional? Blah, 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 blah. Shut your stereotype Shut up. That's up. right. Shut it up. You're, you know, go we hide those. That? Yeah. All one word. Shut, shut your stereotypes stereotype up. up. That's our new shirt. That's two shirts <laughs> if we want to. But uh, <laughs> Like a part one and a part two. Yes. But uh, I don't know. I just always liked her stuff. Um, I know as I grew older, like especially people, like in high school, nobody cared that I liked her, you know, because everybody did. But then, you know, she's not really punk. She's not really this. She's just, you know, whatever a record company made her to be and blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it, folks. I know, like, she's not, you know, the Distillers. You know, I love the Distillers as well. That's when I realized that there was, like, you know, you had Brody versus her. There was, like, two totally different, like, things. But uh, either way, I still, even to this day, like, when you go back and listen to her stuff, I could I just put it on play at work today because I was like, that's who my number four is because most people now would be like, oh, ha, ha, Avril Lavigne. And I'm like, no. That's what I'm listening to, and you can shut your face. That's right. That's what Guilty Pleasure songs are about, folks. That's right. Shut your face. That's right. You want to come in Hello, and talk crap? Addison Moore. I went to college with Addison. You know what a great song hey, Addison. for Addison would like? We used to sing it in class. Okay. Dollar Dollar Bill, y'all. Yeah. Because he would do it in this uh, almost like an, uh, an octave or opera voice. Mm-hmm. He would just all of a sudden, right in the middle of class, be like, I'm going to tell you <laughs> like who told me. And then we would just sing back and forth across the classroom. That's pretty cool. Because cash ruled everything around us. Cash ruled everything. Especially in college. About, with student it's all debt. about the dollar-dollar bill, y'all. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was going to become a funeral home owner because it made more money than graphic design. But I don't think he did that. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Number four for you. Number four. This one came out in 2012. Okay. Uh, this is Carly Rae Jepsen. And... Call me, call me maybe, and I, this song bops. I had no clue who that person was, but I know the song. Yeah, um, this was her first single, and I just met you. Um, yeah, uh, hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number. So call me maybe. I don't even know your number. Yeah, you don't know my number. I don't. I don't know yours either. To be honest, it's with programmed you. in my phone. It's programmed in my phone too, but I just you know. We don't really call each other. That's the world we live in, folks. Yeah. Don't know people's numbers anymore. No, not anymore. So is this song still relevant? It, it, well, I mean, it, is it still relevant? Yeah, I, absolutely. Because, I mean, if you want to People te- still have phones. People, if you want to text, like, not just like Facebook message or mm-hmm. Instagram, I mean, you know, not just DMs. Give, well, I mean, you got to get the initial number. Yeah, anyway. you got to give them the number so they can 
contact you via texting as well. So call me maybe. Um, it absolutely is relative. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, this song came out in 2012. I, I was in my second or third year teaching, and again, it's another one of those songs that you know all the little girls loved it and all the little boys hated it. And I thought it was, they were stupid. I thought no, that's this, a good one. This is a great song. It bops, and I, I still think it's one of her better songs. I mean, she has some really good stuff out I there. Say, I don't know anything else by her. She, she Maybe has, I do. I didn't know. She has some really good stuff out there. I would definitely advise you to go check out some of her uh, uh, stuff in the past couple of years. But um, but yeah, call me maybe my number four. Nice. My number five, my final for the list. I uh, kind of did the same way as I did my number four. Don't be cheating. Don't be looking over I've here. I've already seen it. Don't be looking over here. I've already seen it. Now. You're looking at mine. I was making sure NSYNC wasn't on your list earlier, so whenever we, I can make that reference. Uh, this one is another group that honestly now is probably not very popular for you to say that you like this group. They were the Nickelback of our time. No, because Nickelback existed at the same time. This is true. Nickelback can go burn by itself. <laughs> but Creed was a, a band that was huge, and I really liked them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, at some point, it took a harsh turn where everybody hated them. Yeah. It was around the time, though. Like, the Scott my Sa- my was Sacrifice like, album wasn't very good. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was the album after that, or at least. No, that, it was the album was, after that. That was the turning point. The 2002 album was the, was the turning point, and then it all went My Sacrifice from that. was in our high school years, and then it kind of turned all around that time. Because yes. around that time, there was supposed to be like a Christian ish group, mm-hmm. and then Scott Stapp was like passing out drunk on stage and junk. Yeah. So like the world kind of turned and we're like, oh, who are you? You know, blah blah blah. But uh, and then at some point he just kind of vanished, and then they found Nickelback to hate, and they've been doing it ever since. Ever since. Uh, but then I remember like he came back, like Scott Stapp was doing a tour by himself, like okay. in smaller bars and stuff. The event he was coming to Raleigh, and the event was like sold out. Like there were so many people responding. It's the comments I think scared him away. Wow. It wasn't this. I don't know if it would have been a safe place for him, but it was not the fact that they loved him, but everybody in the comments was like practicing a social distancing before it was cool. So nobody was like threatening his life, but he kind of realized that the people that were going to be there really weren't there. They weren't there to support him. They weren't necessarily there for fans. But I guarantee you, there's like probably 78% of that. That's a good solid number right there. For people that really actually did like him, they just wanted to joke and pretend not to like him. Because I used to be the same way. I didn't like, you know. I pretended to hate Creed, but then if a song came on, I wouldn't turn it off. I went and saw Creed in concert uh, in high school. Okay, but uh, I don't know. It's one of those things. Now uh, you probably still hate them. You know, if you do, that's fine. They're not Nickelback. It's okay to like. You know, people hate Nickelback and they truly hate Nickelback. But, Ashby. You know, people listen to Creed and probably still actually like Creed. So, what songs did you have on your list? Uh with arms wide open is the one that I hit. Yeah, that uh, was their big hit. Um, Hire bothered me because he was wearing like a leather shirt mm-hmm. or leather pants too, and it just seemed uncomfortable. They um, th- they had a great hit um, on the Scream Three soundtrack called "What If." Yes, and that one like the whole music video, the was, whole music, was yeah, absolutely. Um, the first one uh, with arms wide open. I actually did a recording of that in Virginia oh, yeah? back in two thousand three. Um, Where's that at? Uh, King's Dominion. Oh, is that the one? <laughs> no, this is this is a separate one. I, oh, I was about to say Michael had, had me ask you, you know, sometime in the past yeah, year. Yeah, when we the uh, the Kid Rock uh, pitcher and yep. uh, Toby Keith's beer for my horses. That was in the summer of '03. Then later that summer, like in the like late August, our church went to King's Dominion and they had one of those booths, and I was asked to go do two more songs like you did in um, you know on the mm-hmm. Young Disciples trip. So 
I did that one and Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places. So why are we still doing this? This should be a monthly Eric Creech thing. Ricky has green screen, screen, screen capabilities. We can just put like a, you know, a cheap green screen behind us, and we'll just put the same way those music videos do, where they'll put some cheesy, like you'll be on an island somewhere singing What If. But I, it wasn't video. It was just audio. So oh, we still should do it. We need video of this. Yeah. It's um, too good. The world's yeah. advanced now. Here's the thing. We're doing this now on Tuesday nights anyway. We're playing three songs for Facebook Live on this Tuesday nights. I don't think it is, it's, though. No, because you're not cheesing it. You're a full-blown performance in front of a green screen. So you're where, you're on some random island in the background that's very cheesy, like, you know, almost blurry. There's a, I have, there's another one, and I, ha, I don't have any of these CDs left, but there was another one where we did Kenny Chesney and Uncle Cracker's um, When the Sun Goes Down. Mm-hmm. Um, that one would be perfect for the island theme. So. Well, no, because that wouldn't that'd make too much sense. You'd have to find you. You'd be in space during that one. Because these random things, that's how stuff like that would. You were standing on the outside while you were singing. Everybody else is watching like, I'm oh, look on the green screen. I'm not super proud of uh, a lot of these. The pic- picture one, though, mm-hmm. uh, with Kid Rock Shell Crow that I did with uh, Ashley Stallings. Mm-hmm. I am actually, I thought we did a pretty good job of that one. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's time to reunite it then. So, what, what's she up to now? Uh, she's married and living in Florida with like two kids. So. Ashley, what you doing? It's time. I to saw put her, bro- her brother and her mom and dad were at the uh, at our Searching for Style show uh, last month. It's time farm. to put the picture away. So, get the reunion Get back on, here. you know, the 17 the year reunion, reunion tour. tour so. I'm excited for this. Actually, 18 years. We can make this yeah. happen, folks. We'll see. My number five. Number right? five. All right. This is my last entry. This is Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me. And That's a good one, actually. I thought it was a really, really good song. But again, this is during the time when Taylor Swift was coming out and she was doing her pop country stuff. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, um, it wasn't cool to like Taylor Swift then. So. Um, Sorry to like skip over you. What does that say? Yo, one of the graduating classes had arms wide open as their singer song. I thought it was so weird. Oh. Yeah. Um, sounds about right. Our North Johnson one was all good riddance. Yeah, well, that except for Freebird. It was good riddance um, in 03. Mm-hmm. I think it was good riddance in 02, 03, and 05. We had 05. It was Freebird in 04. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we had the break trick. I voted for good riddance, I think. Um, I know a lot of people voted for getting down on the farm. Cause I voted for stained. Stained. Yeah. Um, it's been a while. No, now that you're here, we're so far away. That, oh, that would have made more that sense. One. That would have made a lot more sense. Anyway, back to Taylor Swift. Anyway, sorry. Um, sorry. but yeah, um, I thought I just really liked the song. I liked a lot of you know stuff that you know just wasn't the dudes a, weren't supposed to like. Apparently, you were I, rebellious. I was rebellious. You didn't you have know, your I, long hair because no, your dad kept it short. Kept it short, but, but I, I enjoyed this. Uh, song, dad, so. if you only knew what was um, in these headphones right now. But yeah, uh, Taylor Swift, "You Belong with Me" is my number five. I do have an honorable mention, and I left it off my list one. Because I didn't want to incur your wrath. Is it Nickelback? It is a Nickelback song. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, you can like what you like. This is guilty pleasures. I can't. I can't fuss you for like it. It is the one Nickelback song that I probably still. Please kind just tell of me like. it's not uh, Photograph or Rockstar. It's not Photograph. You're kidding me that <laughs> it's, it's Rockstar. Rockstar yeah. That's like the. That's the song that made me stop <laughs> liking Nickelback. It's the perfect guilty pleasure song. Cause we all just don't want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. <laughs> I don't even want to hear that, folks. Don't even want to hear it. Which is bad, though, because I just took my headphones off, but he's sitting right <laughs> next to me. So I still hear him no matter what. That would be my honorable mention, uh, Nickelback rock star. It's the one song that I still kind of like. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. I know. I, I didn't want to incur your wrath. I'm wor- I feel worse <laughs> sitting this close to you now because of that. Coronavirus can go do its thing. I don't care. But 
I mean, we're almost touching, and you're singing Nickelback. Whatever. whatever. Especially that. If you would have taken Photograph, I could have dealt with Photograph. But I couldn't have done that. Whatever. Do we have any social media shout-outs? We actually do, but we're using my iPad and my phone for all this recording stuff. you got to find it. Oh, okay. I know Chris Rode had a massive... Chris Rode is awesome with this because he, the he, fact he has a guilty pleasure playlist. puts up playlist for us. Um, and he didn't create it. Like, he already had it. What does that say? It's trying to... Your uh, iPad or something was trying to connect to the computer we're recording on. All right, so here's Chris Rhodes' playlist. Um, and it's he, not even the full one, I don't think. He says, once again, I have a playlist for this, and I will give you my top 15 in no particular order because I was doing the list and couldn't settle on 10. Mm-hmm. The top two were already on our list. Okay. Baby, Justin Bieber. Okay. I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse by Katy Perry. I love a lot of Katy Perry stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't make my list, but I, I, there's a lot of stuff I've heard. I think I like. by the time I got into Katy Perry, I just didn't care what people thought anymore, so I was fine with yeah. liking Katy Perry. Um, Toxic, Britney Spears, we mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier. Hips Don't Lie by Shakira and Wycliffe Jean. That's um, John. John, excuse me. Did I call him Jean? You John. did. Wycliffe John. Um, my hips don't lie, neither do my senses. Mm-hmm. Um, yours yours does. My nose um, it doesn't lie, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, we Got the Party by Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. We Like the Party by The Vinja Boys. Never mm-hmm. heard of them. YMCA. By the village people. She's So High by Tal Bachman. Why is he ashamed of that song? I don't need That's I don't, a good one. Number like, don't, that shouldn't be on your guilty list. Why, like, why is number 10 on this? Like, this I is, thought the same thing. I Believe in a Thing Called Love is like a really good song. I think it's fact, too. Like back then, Chris would sing that song, and you know, it gets way up here. Like I Believe in, in a Thing Called Love. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. Yeah, Chris would <laughs> sing that nonstop, like all the time. Yeah. I Believe in a Thing Called Love. He also loved. Um, What's the name of that song? Um, By Sticks. Yeah. Uh, man, what's the name of that song? I don't know. Sail Away. That was his yeah. other song. He sang all the time. Yeah. Don't be ashamed, Chris. Uh, number 11, If You're Not the One, by Daniel Bedingfield. Pop by NSYNC, which, again, I thought was a good song. Mm-hmm. Chris. Um, that whole album, that third NSYNC album is really, really good. The mm-hmm. Celebrity Album. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. That's a great one. That's a great one. I wouldn't know. be ashamed of that either, Chris. Uh, Wannabe by Spice Girls. Don't tell me what you want. Yeah, that's a good song, too. Uh, Believe by Cher. That one, okay. But to be truthful, though, that's probably around that same time in middle school when I started listening to it. So that is a song from my summer, though. Yes. I remember watching that music video at Hunter Batten's house. Yes. Um, Ashby Brame said Mbop and Lucky by Britney Spears. Lucky was on that second mm-hmm. um, Britney Spears album that we mentioned earlier. Um, I feel like we had some more, but yeah, you're just looking at most recent. We need all the comments. All comments. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hmm. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. I also posted um, it on my personal page. Ash- so you may want Ashley to Blood. Look she had said, uh, "Don't stop believing." I think that was on my personal. That was one. on your personal page. Head to my page because I feel like some other I people comment. Don't want to go to your page. Too bad. Too bad. Ugh. While you're doing that, uh, I asked people at work today. Uh, there was a lot of songs uh, that Here we go. I won't necessarily mention all of them, but Christy uh, Barbie mentioned Waterfalls by TLC, and I was like, you should never be ashamed. No, Waterfalls is great. I had to re-explain Guilty Pleasures there, because I was like, no, there's no way you're ashamed of that song. Yeah, I mean, she's not sticking to the rivers and lakes that she's used to. No, but some other people like Juvenile and some of those other artists, they made the list. Um, so yeah, Ashley Blood, Don't Stop Believing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Project um, RNL. Hansonian Rhapsody. I don't know what that uh, is. Jeremy Thompson. Yep. Uh, pretty much anything. Lady Gaga, uh, Randall Earl Bullard. Mm-hmm. Hunter Batten said the Backstreet Boys, LOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ Jeffcoat, that Havana 
the Nanana song that is now the theme for this virus in my head, the Corona Nana. Corona, no, 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 no. Yep. Um, Daniel Taylor, Backstreet Boys, everybody, yeah. Yeah. Rock your body, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. Rock your body, right? Backstreet's back, all right. <laughs> all right. And then Steve Evans said, Donna Lewis, I love you always forever. Mm-hmm. And then let me go to your gram, because I'm pretty sure you put it on the gram. I did. I'm not sure if people respond on the gram this time or not. Well, we'll I posted out. it yesterday instead of today, but I just want to give you folks some extra time. Not on mine. I didn't put it oh, on mine. Oh, you didn't put it on yours? Put it on the what, the what. What, the what. I'm not Speaking connected. of, folks, if you're not following us on social media, join in. So that way you can be commenting on these things in the future. Yeah. We're uh, what, the what media? All one word. All one word. Um... Nope, no nope. comments on the gram. So thank you for all of you who commented um, this week. And uh, we're appreciating uh, all of you who joined us for this episode. Uh, those of you who are watching on YouTube, those of you watching on Facebook Live, um, we hope you enjoyed this discussion as much as we did. Yep. And that you're as pumped for the rest of our journey into oh. pop culture as we are. That's not another great song. Yeah, it's a great song. It's not a guilty pleasure song. Next week. We are discussing a goofy movie, which is I is that believe, next week. That's next week. I believe it came out twenty five years ago, and um, so I, I have a week to watch it. You know, it came out today, as in the day that this podcast premieres, Monday, three thirty. Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenage Turtles, nineteen ninety film. Yep. So go back and listen to that one from last week. Um, Tim, if you're still watching on Facebook Live, you know you want to get a researcher credit. Go research a goofy movie for us and email us. Don't let Eric have it until he's seen it, though. I'm going to watch it at some point this week. He'll just take your facts and not watch the movie. And he needs to see this movie. He needs to know the majestic, you know, abilities of Powerline. No one's watching it. Um, anyway. They're going to. They're going to know. It doesn't matter about watching. They're going to hear, see. Yeah. Probably even smell it. Leaning Tower Cheeser. You're going to know yeah. all about it. Yeah. Anyway, until next time, stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. Make sure you keep your six feet from each other. Uh, wash those hands, and we will see you next week on the What the What podcast. Bye. What the What? What? what?